There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Des Bishop Podcast. This is a special, uh, special bonus episode, as there have been many over this this crazy, this crazy coronavirus time, COVID nineteen. Um, I said yesterday. Yesterday we had a great episode with Joanne McNally, which was kind of like we we tried to take a bit of a break from uh, from the coronavirus, and uh, it was great. But I did I did sort of begin a little bit of a little bit of a rant about Trump's uh, reaction to uh, or how Trump is dealing with all this. And I did promise that I would do a, uh, a a Trump rant today. So then I thought, screw it, I'll do a uh, I'll do a video of it. And here we are. Um, now, for those that listen to the podcast on the regular, you'll know that I find Trump frustrating, and I appreciate that. If you're a Trump fan, then this isn't really for you unless you like being frustrated which I can understand because I watch I watch Fox News sometimes to get frustrated I was watching Fox News this morning where they were using the uh the pandemic to push why the wall in Mexico is really important um as if the fucking coronavirus came from fucking Mexico you know this guy even, this Border Patrol guy was even on Fox News, not just talking about the coronavirus, but talking about the pedophiles and the rapists uh, that, that come over the border, you know? Like, as if America doesn't have its fair share of homegrown fucking pedophiles and rapists. But, you know, that's Fox News for you, baby. They're just really, they're just really on putting across that honest, fact-based uh, border movement stuff, you know? So, anyway, uh, I do dip into that a little bit just to kind of get my frustration up. Even last night on Tucker Carlson, there was uh, Peter Navarro was on correcting President Cuomo because Cuomo complained that they need thirty thousand, uh, they need thirty thousand uh, ventilators, and he only got four thousand. And Peter Navarro said, "I just want to correct uh, Governor Cuomo because Governor Cuomo said." the Defense Procurement Act instead of the Defense Production Act. So that was his big criticism of Cuomo. As if you can get fucking pedantic when Donald Trump is the President of the United States. The guy can't even read. And you're worried about Cuomo using one wrong word for the DPA? You know, as like, it's a pandemic. It's... It's not a time to be pedantic, you know? It's it, it's insane how unserious these people take it. Which brings me to the main theme of all this, which is Trump now says that, wouldn't it be beautiful? 
Wouldn't it be beautiful if we could just Easter, just finish by Easter? The day that the Lord rose again. Yeah. Wouldn't that be beautiful? Just every church is full of people. Yeah. I mean, whatever about the pie in the sky shit that we're going to be able to just drop social distancing, just drop all the measures that we're doing to try to flatten the curve, which, by the way, has just disappeared from Trump's discourse. You know, like the whole world is like unified on flattening the curve. And Trump has just been like, nah, fuck the curve, man. The curve is irrelevant because the cure is worse than the disease. So even thinking about the curve is worse than six months of economic pain. Because right now, the economic pain is going to be worse because I'm just going to make up a load of negatives about the, the economic pain. Which, of course, it's true. People are going to get depressed. But you can't just sort of throw out potential numbers of suicides and act like that can go up against the guaranteed numbers of of deaths and misfortune and and like like it's not just about death you know the thing about the 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 coronavirus that that is kind of like whatever about the death it's that when people die they die alone uh and then their families can't have proper funerals you know like you, you you can never get that back i mean the economy will recover you know this is this is not the first time we've had, you know, a major, a major issue that's led to economic pain. The economy will recover, but people will never get the moment to mourn their loved one. They'll never forget the fact that instead of like two beautiful moments that I had with my parents where I was there holding their hand at the end, that those people are just going to have some image in their head of their loved one gasping for breath around a bunch of strangers in fucking hazmat suits and fucking masks. And then you're just a number. You're just another of the coronavirus dead. You know? Like, that's sad, man. But it's only sad if you have a heart. I just don't know. I, I You know, I Trump is, is, is such a narcissist that his bigger concern is that his whole presidential success fantasy... Uh, is being destroyed by the the stock market crashing and the reality that he didn't really react to this, you know? So anyway, he's got this fantasy of Easter Sunday. It's beautiful, beautiful. The church is full of people. Like the, the this guy, he hasn't got like a religious fucking cell in his body. But, you know, he's obviously the religious right have just embraced him wholeheartedly. So now he's like, just like throwing out all these platitudes to these people, like all these things that they can just grab onto, you know, our savior, Donald Trump, fucking pig, divorce, divorce, affairs, all out there for the world to see. And it's just like, yeah, but you know, he, he, he embraced uh, pro-life and he's putting pro-life uh, Supreme Court judges on. So we'll just ignore all the you know, all the evidence to the contrary that this guy gives a shit about the church. So then he throws out this fantasy of churches full of people. Even if you wanted to pretend that you could get people back to work by Easter Monday, why would you tell people to gather in large numbers and not even just tell people to go back to church, but literally say packed churches? He actually... 
it's like he loves to just, he's just a contrarian. He's literally a troll, a Twitter troll. Just throw it out, regardless of the consequences. Pack churches. It's like not only, not only am I not going to flatten the curve, I'm going to fucking take this curve and I'm going to make it the biggest fucking spike the world has ever seen. I mean, I think that's a record. Honestly, I think nobody had a, nobody had a spike in coronavirus cases like the United States. I mean, I think that's a record. It's insane. It's actually, the irresponsibility of it is insane. And obviously, the, there's a huge, America's just so strange. It's so ununified that all this, so now, now it becomes essentially the, the conservative position is now the cure is worse than the disease. That happened Sunday night on Fox. This guy said the cure is worse than the disease. And it just, it just felt like this, this whole energy just shifted like woof into that's right. The cure is worse than the disease. Fuck this. We can't keep this going for too long. And all these experts, Tucker Carlson actually said that that's why experts can't run the country because they only know about one thing. They don't know about all things. So you can't have an epidemic. I shouldn't have even tried to say that word because I always screw it up. But you can't even have an epidemiologist run. You, you, can't have, you can't rely on the evidence of epidemiologists because they, they're only an expert on one thing. And we, we just can't listen to just them because we have other concerns. You know? So we're right back. Fintan O'Toole had written an article in the Irish Times a few weeks ago basically saying that the one great thing about the coronavirus, of which there is very few, is that this whole sort of anti-expert, anti-science wave that has been sort of running through our society, which I think is sort of driven by the internet and everybody in their echo chambers, uh, that, that this is kind of a, this will put a stop to this anti-expert wave. Nah. It put a stop to that anti-expert wave for about three weeks and then very quickly... Uh, when it didn't suit people in, in certain sort of political corners, they just push right against that shit. Fuck the experts, man. Fuck social distancing. Fuck flattening the curve. We just got to drive on. And then they put out these fantasies like maybe we'll be able to like dissect parts of the country. Like as if every single, every single way that this virus moved, which was east and west, right? Every country, as it started to get nearer, thought, well, we're going to be different. And then every country wasn't. I mean, I know there's been various levels of spread, depending on how early countries have acted. But every country, as in the end, had to get serious about it. But there's only one country that's doing the opposite. And obviously now, Bolsonaro in Brazil is the same. He's just like a Trump copycat. And he's the same now. He's like, I, I can't even get it. He's like, I think he has it, actually. But he's like, I can't even get it. You know? The, like, these people just put out this, like, superhuman shit. And Putin, by the way. So, Russia has no cases. Or, or like, very few cases. You know? But, like, it, clearly it does. Like, he just controlling the media. I mean, that's what Trump wants. Trump would like to just be able to control the media. To just be like, everything's fine. Keep all the death out of the news. And then it's all good. Like, that, that's what he would like, you know? Because he doesn't care about people. He really doesn't care about people dying. He only cares about his uh, election results, you know? And, and keeping up this illusion in his head that he's doing a good job. So, uh, so the anti-expert wave, that, that's right back. We're right back there, you know? And 
it's such a strange it's such a strange situation to be in that you're thinking how much well first of all you hope that this roll of the dice that Trump is doing you hope that he gets some serious luck because essentially this is a massive gamble right so let me just let me let me let me just let me let me try to look objectively at if Trump was a rational guy. Let me just put my rational head onto what Trump might be thinking if he's thinking with with goodness in his heart. So I'm thinking he thinks that there's like a small chance that he could get lucky with hydrochloroquine zithromax working or some antiviral showing up in the meantime, which I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. He probably has information from companies saying, hey, we're optimistic, but we have no idea. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on him being aware of some small amount of optimism that we could make a breakthrough on some sort of treatment that will take away the most serious effects of the coronavirus, the things that are leading to people being on ventilators, right? So he hears that information. Uh, he looks at the pain uh, that, that the, the economic crash is happening. He also hears from some people that perhaps Italy is a bit of an anomaly in terms of the demographics, that they're an old population, and maybe perhaps there's a worse strain floating around Italy. Maybe. I'm just, I, these are just like things that I'm, I'm just trying to put in, that maybe are going on in his head. And he goes, right, I'm going to roll the dice on me getting lucky between now and three weeks from now. And if it, if it works out, I'm going to look like a fucking genius. And I will have saved the economy and America will be the only country that didn't really feel the pain, you know, like didn't have to, didn't have to uh, lock down for seven to eight weeks. And I will be probably the best leader of all time. And it's worth the risk because if it doesn't work out, I'll just lie like I always do. Because the truth of the matter is, this is the second time that he's pulled this shit. He pulled this shit already. That's what's so weird. He, he's already done what he's doing now, which is pretend that it's no big deal. You know, he knew since January. We've been talking about this since January. There was cases in Washington State a long time ago. America has had the coronavirus for a long time. You know, he keeps talking about it came from China. It came from China. You know, but it's been in America for a long time. And he did nothing. So it's all well and good to blame China for getting out in the first place. But you can't ignore the responsibility that you, you, you pretended it wasn't a thing. Right? So we've all seen the memes and the videos. We all know the evidence that Trump pretended it wasn't a thing. Of course, he's not going to take responsibility for that. There's nothing you could do about that. Trump takes responsibility for nothing. But he already pretended that it was no big deal. In his head, thinking that this is going to just wash through. It's just going to wash through. That didn't work out. For a week, week and a half, he had to take it seriously. He had no choice but to take it seriously, you know? And after a week and a half of taking it seriously, he was like, well, this isn't working out for me. 
because despite my approval ratings going up, because finally I'm taking it seriously, the economy's tanking and I'm going to lose the election because of this shit. So then he goes right back to his initial position, which is pretend it's no big deal. But why he thinks he's going to get a different result this time, I have no idea. Because it's only going to get worse. And what he's planning on doing is going to make it last for longer. So I, 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 I can only assume that this is a massive gamble. And it's a gamble with human lives. Uh, it's a gamble with human health. And, you know, possibly it's really a gamble with the economy because the economy is only going to, you know, tank even harder when it turns out that this whole, like, we're all getting back to work thing is, is, is an illusion. You know, because the market went insane yesterday based on this. Everybody said it was based on the stimulus package coming. I didn't think so. I didn't think it was on the stimulus package coming. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm not going to lie. I heard Trump starting to talk that way. I actually, I actually bought a couple of shares uh, late on, on Monday night. And then like an idiot, when the market went up by fucking 20%, I actually sold them for a, like a tiny bit of a profit. And then I, I, I fucking, it kept going up and it's still going up this morning. You know, I, I actually bought JetBlue and Delta. I'm not going to lie. I bought JetBlue and Delta. They both went up by fucking 20%. I fucking sold them and they're still fucking flying up. I should have fucking kept them. Wouldn't be doing fucking podcasts. Anyway, I shouldn't even tell you that. It's like my little secret hobby, you know? So, uh, yeah, so, um, but the, the, but honestly, the reason why I sold them was because I thought like, this is an illusion, you know, I, I was literally, I just was like trying to make a little bit of money on the, on the illusion that Trump was selling, knowing that that illusion ain't gonna, is not gonna last. But I appreciate that it's a, it's, it's a, it's a gamble, you know? And I guess that's what he's doing, but you know, he doesn't. He's never had to take responsibility for his gambles. It's always somebody else's fault. You know? It's just so frustrating. Uh, because obviously I'm in New York where, you know, people are going to die. Like massive amounts of people are going to die. And it's going to be hell in the hospitals. And all that urgency has just gone. You know, the urgency that I felt in Ireland, the urgency that I watched from Italy, the urgency that I saw in China, the sacrifices that Chinese people made to stop the spread, the sacrifices that people are making all across Europe right now to stop the spread, in Australia to stop the spread. All that urgency is gone in the United States. And videos of people clapping, frontline workers, like there's none of that sense here. There's none of that sense of like, we're all in this together, you know? 
Not that people would be singing from their balconies, but just, just there's none of that sense here. It's immediately back to the division. You know? There's none of the sense that we can get through this. It was just immediately, within a week and a half, it was just like the cure is worse than the disease. And this is like from a lot of people. You know? You go online, it's from a huge amount of people, the cure is worse than the disease. There's just no sense that we need to do this for our, our vulnerable, our elderly, our immunocompromised. There's no sense of that. It's just like tough cookies, motherfucker. You know? Tough cookies, isolate. We're getting back to work. Go fuck yourself. And I don't know what it's going to take for them to realize. I could, Honestly, I hope Trump gets lucky with his fucking roll of the dice. Because, of course, it's, of course, the dark side of us. Who's going to lie? Who are you going to lie? Are you going to pretend that there's a part of you, there's some little dark part that hates Trump so much that you almost wish it got really bad just to fuck him? Of course, but you got to suppress that. And you got to hope that he gets lucky because him not getting lucky is tragic and i highly 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 doubt that that tragedy is not coming but i fucking hope he gets lucky and i just think it's unfortunate that we have to that the 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 health of the nation the well-being of the nation is resting on these fucking rolls of the dice of which the majority of his policies have been unimportant policies like anti-immigration policies and then just like economic rolls of the dice like his fucking tax break which did you know his tax cut which did nothing for ordinary people i mean it did a lot for people's 401ks and shit but they're all those gains are gone i mean i'm sure they'll come back and that's all he talks about he hardly talks about the well and and like cuomo of course cuomo governor cuomo's come out as like the fucking hero of all this that was my chair just broke that was actually my my this chair just broke, you know, which was actually uh, replacement fucking furniture from somebody. I don't know, my fucking chair just broke. Now, now I got to fuck. You know what? Fuck it. I'm doing the rest of it like this on my broken chair. I'm just staying on my fucking. What up? People who know me know that this is more annoying than you possibly realize, but I don't have time to get into it. But. This fucking piece of shit fucking chair. Anyway. Um, that, that's pretty funny though. You know? Uh, well, oh yeah, so Cuomo. Uh, sorry, my, every, everything fell apart there. So, so Cuomo. You know, Cuomo's like calling out, basically saying like, I'm going to try to save my frontline health. I need stuff for my hospital staff. And Trump is like saying like, well, you know, he should have, you know, it's his job. That's his job to get the stuff. He just passes the buck all the time. It's so frustrating. It's, 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 he's such a, he's such a horrible guy. And, you know, I mean, I know that these doctors are standing behind him at his press conferences and they're like, whatever. We know that come Easter, it's going to be so bad that none of this shit he's talking about is going to be allowed to happen, you know? But what amazes me is so much of his enabling, enabling, you know, Fox News and, you know, all the people. Hold on, let me, let me move my broken chair forward. All, all the people that, you know, sort of keep the Trump train rolling. They're all just basically being like, yeah, fuck it, you know. Let's just hope, let's just hope this works out because it's, it's pretty crazy, you know. Um, it's hard for me to keep my train of thought since my chair broke. Um, 
So let me let me just. That's the other problem with filming. It's like, I you know I I don't feel like editing both of these things. So I'm kind of like I'm not in the mood to to stop both of these things and then start them again. I mean I know I can edit it afterwards, but I'm just not in the mood right now. Um, because I had other things that I wanted to say, but now now they've now they've gone out of my oh so okay so. Cuomo's asking for 30,000 ventilators. He got four, right? And uh, Cuomo's basically, like, a lot of the governors, in fairness, are basically saying, like, hello, this is like a a a once-in-a-century global pandemic. Let's get fucking serious. And they're not taking it seriously. That's what I don't understand. Like, why don't they take it seriously? Like, I get it. You think you know more than the whole fucking world, but you're the only fucking leader in the whole world that has this many cases. It's everywhere in the United States, and it's going to keep going. That's the whole thing. Is like they're pretending. They're like, hey, why should people in Kentucky suffer just because fucking these fucking New Yorkers living on top of each other are full of disease, you know? Like as if it's not coming. It's going there. The whole thing is like, so, okay, so, so, so let, me, let me just get this logic. I, I stopped the flights from China. Yeah, China. So he's looking for all this credit for stopping flights from China, right? Then he's like, I got to stop flights from Europe. That's the epicenter now. But now New York City is the fucking epicenter. And they say, if you go, if you leave New York, you got to self-quarantine for two weeks. Why are you not stopping flights from New York? Why are you not like, hey, I'm in fucking West Hampton right now, right? Like, why are you not stopping flights from New York? If that's your, if, if, if you were so good, right? I'd stop the flights from China, stop the spread of the disease. Why are you not stopping flights from New York? It, it doesn't even, it doesn't even add up. Because there's fucking tons of cases in New York. You got to stop movement of people from New York if you gave a fuck, right? So now you're acting like, why should other people suffer? Because New York is suffering. But it's like, you haven't stopped flights from New York. It's going everywhere, motherfucker. And it's coming everywhere out of California, too. And it's coming everywhere out of Washington State. It's going everywhere, motherfucker. It's everywhere. Why do you think that just your optimism, your optimism is not a fucking vaccine? Your optimism does not stop the spread of the virus. So it's going to keep getting worse. You're talking about a light at the end of the tunnel when actually we just got in the fucking tunnel. We actually just got in the tunnel. Maybe you see the light because it's a dead fucking straight tunnel and you can see the light no matter how many fucking miles this tunnel is. So you might see the light, but you're in a fucking tunnel for a long time, bro. You're in a tunnel for a long time. I don't know what fucking planet you are living on that you think you can just cure this thing with your optimism and your hypocrisy. So if you stop flights from China and Europe, how the fuck are you just allowing this fucking disease, which is everywhere in the United States, to keep moving around? It doesn't matter anyway, because it's in every 50 state. And everywhere it's been, it's gone everywhere. So why the fuck do you you think it's different in America? Do you think the virus is going to be like, whoa, these Americans are a little different? Whoa, wow, I have to say, these Americans, wow, they're really fucking tough. We're not going to spread around like we did in these other countries. I, 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 I don't understand what he thinks. So I hope his, as I keep saying, I hope his roll of the dice works out. But I don't think it's going to. You know, I'm 44 years old and my lower back is really feeling the strain of this chair having fallen back for your comedic purposes. Uh, so which brings me to the, I think the final thing I'm going to say, because I'm now frustrated by the fact that my chair broke. I just can't believe my fucking chair broke, man. So frustrating. Fucking bullshit. Uh, 
first world problems. We got a pandemic, but I'm worried about my chair breaking. Um, so he goes back to the comparisons with the flu, which is fine. You know, tons of people die from the flu, but you know, I've never felt that it's a direct comparison anyway, because the flu never crashes a health service. This pandemic has been crashing health services all over the world. We've never had to fucking open field hospitals for the flu. So why are you comparing it to the fucking flu? It's not the same thing, right? Not to mention, the flu is not taking out healthy fucking 30-year-olds. The flu isn't taking out nurses in their 30s. You know? This is worse than the flu. So stop comparing it to the flu. Now, I get it. You're saying we don't shut down the economy for the flu when all those people die. doesn't act in the same way. Uh, we know that that's not a fair comparison. Then he starts with this car accident thing. How many people die in car accidents every year? We don't stop people driving. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, okay. Well, when in the history of cars, over a two-month period, did car accidents crash the fucking health service? Not to mention, if, every, if we knew that 80% or 40 to 80% of the population were going to have a car accident when they get in their car over a short space of time, would anybody be getting in cars? No! They'd be staying the fuck home! Because it's too dangerous. But you're basically telling everybody to get in your car despite the fact that you're going to have a fucking accident. Those are the numbers we're talking about. So you can't compare a car accident with what's going on. You can't compare the deaths with a car accident to what's going on. It's not a fair comparison. Not to mention that you know that Trump was one of those assholes when they brought in a law about putting your seatbelt on. He's like, I don't need a fucking seatbelt. You know, you know that he's one of these guys that resists. The, it, it doesn't pertain to me. Everything clearly doesn't pertain to Trump because he's up on stage. Tell the whole fucking world is telling you to social distance and he's up on fucking stage in front of the whole world right next to people and joking when uh, Dr. Burks says she had a low-grade fever on Saturday morning, so she isolated and then she got tested, she didn't have it. And Trump's like, whoa, 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 I, I shouldn't be this close to you. It's like, yeah, you shouldn't have been that close in the first place. You shouldn't even be making a joke about getting far away from her because you're not meant to be near her anyway. So none of these things make sense. And these comparisons are fucking pointless. Absolutely pointless. Not to mention this horror going on in Italy, you know? And maybe some of that has to do with demographics or whatever, genetics, who knows what. But there's horror going on in Italy. And you're just carrying on as if this is no big deal. Like, actually, if you just watch Trump and Fox News, you would literally think that this is over. You know? Like, like it's, it, it's no big deal. But the hilarious thing is that, you know, they, they're, they're, everybody's social distancing. They're all doing their Skypes and they're keeping separate. Are they going to fucking all just like start? I bet you they don't on Easter Sunday. I bet you won't see them in a fucking church on Easter Sunday. You know? In fucking Louisiana, the, the, the cases are soaring in Louisiana because of Mardi Gras, right? Which makes me really worried for a Cheltenham. You know, how many people spread that shit around Cheltenham? Because these cases are only coming up now, you know? What, what, hey, Trump, what did you give up for Lent? Fucking rational thinking. This guy's so unreligious. Anyway, uh, now Louisiana's like surging. And then some right, you know, some Christian church is like, can we tell people to come to church? And they're all laying their hands on each other. He, like, people don't get it. People are so fucking dumb, bro. It's so fucking dumb. One time in a century that we got a fucking social distance for six months. We'll pick up the economic pieces later. We'll pick them up. You think Trump would give a fuck about the economy the way he does? If... If, if he wasn't president, okay, I get it. He's got those hotels. He'd want people moving in his hotels. But you know he'd be so critical. Oh, man, it's so frustrating. 
It's so frustrating, man. Money over human life. But we'll see, man. Honestly, I hope he gets lucky. That's all I can say. I just hope he gets lucky, man, because if he doesn't, it's going to be bad over here. Like, real bad. And who knows when we'll get back to normal then. You know? And for all my Irish listeners, which is the majority of my listeners, fair play to you guys for doing your best. I know there's been some covid and all that stuff, but in general, Ireland's done pretty well. There's only been four deaths, and we took it seriously pretty early on. And hopefully the people that came back from Cheltenham didn't bring too much of it back, and we'll keep, you know, finding out. I mean, the testing is too low, but hopefully we'll keep finding out who has it, tracing, isolating, you know? I mean, listen, I haven't been a perfect isolator. I've gone out three times. I went shopping twice, and I did pick up some packages from the post office, but I haven't really interacted with anybody. Anybody I interact with outside is from a super safe distance. I mean, I'm more than than two meters, you know? I, you know, I've actually only had physical face-to-face social distanced conversations with six people, and I got here on Wednesday night. Six people. Those are the only people that I've interacted with, with a face-to-face, other than the the cash register, you know, the person at the cash register. I kept my distance in all the supermarkets, and I kept my distance at the at the at the post office. You know, and I don't even like doing those things, but I'm here on my own, so I don't have, you know, you know, and I, I get it. I could ask my neighbors, but all right, you know, I took that tiny risk and I, I appreciate that. But, you know, I mean, I, I didn't a hundred percent quarantine, but I've I've been I've been pretty rigid with my self-isolation. I go for walks on the beach. Um I have two friends that basically there's three of us out here on our own. We don't go to each other's houses really, but we we've kind of like we consider ourselves like three people, and I've only interacted with them at a, at a safe distance. And then I bumped into three other people on the beach that I know. Oh, and um, when I was coming back from shopping one of the times in my car, I saw my neighbors, and I stayed in my car, and they were you know outside my car, and I had a conversation with them. That's what we're doing. Trump is on the fucking stage with loads of people and talking about getting people back in the chair. It's crazy. But anyway, I'm going to go because I can't concentrate anymore with this damn fucking seat. And I've made the points that I wanted to make. And I don't want to bore you guys. You know, these Trump rants, they go on for a long time. And uh, you probably had enough. But we'll be back uh, probably tomorrow, maybe, with Stephen Mullen. Uh, we'll definitely be back later in the week with more with Joanne McNally. Don't forget to subscribe to The Shift. If you, if you subscribe to this podcast, you don't subscribe to The Shift, you should do that. Leave us five stars on iTunes if you listen on iTunes. Leave a comment. Uh, tell people that we got like pretty regular podcasts going here during our, during our, uh, our, our self-isolation here in Quarantineville. Like in, you know, at home is Quarantineville and out there is Vectorville. Yeah, we try to spend as little time in Vectorville as possible. We're here in Quarantina every day. So come back. And join us. And I'm going to put this up on IGTV and I might regret it, but we'll see what happens. Thanks, guys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.